Hey everybody, welcome back to Eventually with Osha and Connor, uh, where Connor's here, but we, we're, sh- we're shaking it up with the Osha role. Yeah, I'm the Osha today. Yeah, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Giles, and it's nice to be here on the podcast Eventually with Osha and Connor, but especially Connor. Yeah, you know yeah that's because I'm the one that cares more. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing about caring. It's like, what's it all for? Mm. Just for a couple of views on an Instagram reel. Yeah. That's Last one's going to break 500. You're on your way. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giles actually listens to the pod. Yeah. So. Fa- Long time listener. First time appearer. Yeah. And yeah, it's a pleasure to be on the pod. Uh, this is one of the few podcasts that uh, I still listen to. So it's Oh, good. wow. Yeah, I'm down to almost local only at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just can't listen to what it is that Chris D'Elia thinks about what he's been eating recently anymore. I don't know what it is. It's like something broken me. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's just not relatable because you shop at Aldi and he probably shops at Whole Foods. I actually hate Aldi. Oh, really? Yeah, it's controversial because I am a fan of Trader Joe's. They are the same mm. parent company, but Aldi... The thing about that place is that... Hi, how you doing? It's okay. Hello. Oh, oh nice. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, nice. Lisa stopped in. That's who you guys are hearing in the background. Yes, thank you. Her name's Lisa, right? Yep, it is. I knew her name. I'll get it. It's okay. Yeah, it's just adorable. But yeah, dude, Aldi, I was just talking to Dana about that today. Uh, I had one fantastic experience at Aldi, and I was ready to convert. Yep. And then I needed meat, and I looked at their meat section, and I was like, I don't think I trust this. I have never had a good experience there. I think I've walked into three different Aldi's and been like, let's just see what's going on. And then I found that all of the food that they were trying to sell was sitting on pallets on the floor. And I said, I don't need to do this. And I left. Yeah. So. Yeah. Floor food is. uh... I just don't need it. And then. Yeah, it just, it didn't make me feel good. I felt like there was no sense of organization or reason for anything being there, and it made me angry, and I left. And that's what happened. Yeah, I think one of the big things with Aldi is uh, it's kind of like um, people, uh, like, justify, they rationalize in their head. They think that they're so suave and and smart and, and budget conscious when it's like... I don't know, man. You're just poor. Yeah, I think that's the case. <laughs> and then I just, uh, I don't like it. I don't like their little color scheme. Uh, I don't like that it's vaguely German. There's just things about it that I don't enjoy, and I avoid it. And uh, I think that's okay. Didn't even realize it was vaguely German. Yeah, just parts of it. Yeah, just just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I don't like their authoritarian attitude that they have in there. I don't like their, you know, pro-capitalist Shopping cart policy when that's a non-depletable resource. It just <laughs> It doesn't work for me and I've I'm not going back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that man mm-hmm. But uh, what have what have you been up to you've been driving back and forth between yes. Chicago and Cincinnati? Yes um, Because I, you're a federal agent. Yes, and you work for the FBI. Yes I'm a federal agent and I work in a city that is 300 miles away from a place where my entire life is yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I spend approximately 72 hours per week in a city that is 300 miles away. And then I spend a lot of my other time driving back and forth between those two places. Have you hit 
the Love's gas station that's in St. Paul, Indiana? No. I stop at a Compass gas station in Rose Lawn or Rosedale, mm. uh, northern Indiana. And yeah. I go there because it's slightly cheaper than other places. And also, it's very clean. And this is the first time I've ever gone to any gas station with any real frequency. <laughs> you become a regular. God, well, that's so funny. The people there probably think you live in the neighborhood. So I've like recognized the employees now, and one is just like this, you know, classic northern Indiana teenager. It's like this six foot three, like white ass seventeen year old with like you know awkward length hair, and he always walks around in a high vis vest, just kind of vaguely cleaning stuff. And then I met his girlfriend, by which I mean, I walked in, and it's like nine p.m. on a Thursday, and there's just a girl wearing like. You know the two thick fleece pajama pants. Yep. Yeah. She was wearing those and just uh, you know like hugging him while he was supposed to be cleaning a gas station and and because uh, of the high vis vest you saw yeah. it all. Yeah, I was. I could not look away. I was like you know making sure everything was safe, but I was also just like, man, it's crazy. I'm now learning details of this fucking probably teenager's life without ever and i will never talk to the man i'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here and guess her hair was in a bun on the very top of her head it was uh i just remember it was just you know like dyed not like a fun color but just like a color that nature would not create yeah it looked like her hair was dying yeah yeah um and uh you know it was just way too much PDA for any scenario, let alone, I mean, this kid who's, you know, early in his career, he's at the bottom of the corporate ladder of the cor- of the Compass gas station, yeah. you know, world. And I mean, I don't want to say, hey, man, you got to consider your work, personal life balance, but I don't know. I thought about all of that while walking in and then to the uh, bathroom where this hasn't happened to me in a very long time. But, uh, you know, I'm a man with hair of length. Yeah. And uh, I was washing my hands at the sink. And this, you know, like shitty 50-year-old guy walks in and then does like a triple take. (laughs) And then leans back to check that he is going into the men's bathroom. You might have the longest hair in Indiana. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That is not on somebody wearing a Metallica shirt. I guess so, yeah. I don't know if the corn out there, you know, it causes the hair to brittle or the, the wind because, yeah. you know, it's a very flat yeah. area. So, yeah, that it is. Probably a lot of breakage going on out in the, those regions. But, yes, I don't know. I have driven Cincinnati to Chicago between 10 and 500 times now in the last two months, it feels like. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just keep blacking out more and more of it as time goes on. But it's how, great. how is uh, how's I I know you're renting a room in Chicago. Yeah. You got fun roommates. I do not. Um, I don't think so. It's a large Airbnb, nice. and uh, it's in a mansion in Garfield Park. I hate Mondays. Yeah, <laughs> come on. <now. laughs> come on, dude. I hate all of them. <laughs> but you used to live in Chicago, right? Yeah. Did you ever spend any time in Garfield Park? Probably, man. I was on a lot of benzos. Yeah. I, I hate when people ask me about my time in Chicago because I wasn't even doing like Xanax. I was doing right. a benzo analog that we would mix with 
e-cigarette like vape juice and then we'd put it on a big mod and uh essentially do dabs of xanax see why the need for so much creativity you know um i think it's because we could order it from india with relative ease okay yeah see that just blows my mind also like you're you're very open about your life on this and when i first met you or like just anyone or i find out like oh they have a history of like very hard drug use i'm just like where like in my entire life i have never been somewhere and they've just been like hey did you know that this is for sale right now yeah and i'm always like that's so fucking crazy and then you've mentioned chicago specifically and i'm like what like what did you have to do in your life for that to be a reality? And then two weeks ago, I went to get on the green line at 6 p.m. Yeah. And there was a man sitting on the train, not even outside of it, just sitting on the train, just fully smoking crack. I've been there, dog. And I was like, well, I guess there are places where it's easy to find, and I just haven't been there before. Yeah, dude. What's very funny, I used to... God, I was such a pretentious little fucker. I I used to carry around a copy of the Basketball Diaries while I would go and get heroin from the west side in Chicago and then do heroin off the cover of the book on the train and read it and be like, God damn, I'm so fucking deep, dude. That's so cool. God. (laughs) That's so cool that... There is a reality where I know you yeah. <laughs> and the Venn diagrams of our lives have overlapped. Meanwhile, I'm just going to Chicago <laughs> every single week to just retain steady employment. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you actually went to college. You I went, find yourself I, in a worse position than I the guy co- who wrote, don't read this book unless you want your life to change on yep. the cover of the Basketball Diaries. Damn, man. Now, Basketball Diaries, that was the book that starred Denzel Washington. Is that right? Uh, no. The movie had uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in it, Young oh. Leo. Oh. Um, and it was a shitty oh, movie. Oh, I'm thinking of Coach Carter. both basketball movies yeah i confused the two god that's so that's so (laughs) funny the only thing i remember about that movie is he's just like you have to wear ties and then they're like we can't afford ties and he's like the salvation army has ties yeah (laughs) and then then that was like (laughs) that was like my version of (laughs) (laughs) of king kong and got shit on me is i just remember that's my denzel washington quote is salvation army has a whole box of ties they sell for two dollars each man shout out to coach carter i bet you if he was in my life i probably wouldn't have done heroin dude same that's that's a good lesson in life you got to find your own coach carter come on let's go dude would you be my coach carter yeah man i can show you the one yeah yeah how say uh i were to relapse what would be your plan to help get me back on track oh man i would go around to everyone in quiet conversations i'd be like man we got to do something and then i would just go back to work <laughs> yeah you would hope they would do <laughs> something I'm like shit man that's <laughs> for the love of the, like he's got to think about his kids and also I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go to oh, Chicago. Yeah. I gotta yeah. I gotta see if my boy's getting any pussy at the Compass gas station. I need to make sure that I don't lose this life insurance policy that would not change anyone's life. I gotta 
I got to get up there. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I do remember my company when I when I got hired on. They're like, yeah, there's a life insurance policy or whatever. I get hired on and I do the paperwork. Yeah. And it's like $12,000. Oh. I'm like, that yeah. might cover the funeral. Yeah. No, mine is, I actually, because I'm early 30s and, you know, people stay at my job for like their entire life. Yeah. So it was something like 10 extra dollars per paycheck to multiply my life insurance by five. So I just did that. That's kind of like a weird prank. Yeah. Like, because it goes to my parents and uh, it's just like, I just think it would be the funniest thing in the world if I died and their whole life is just absolutely wrecked yeah and then four months later at the speed of the federal government <laughs> they unknow also they don't check their mail yeah. so like they just unknowingly actually that would be that would be the true yeah. uh like way that everything would work out is that my parents would miss the fact that a seven hundred thousand dollar check went to their mail they would open their mail 181 it. days later yeah they would <laughs> man yeah, and that's just like a weird prank that I pay $10 per paycheck just to kind of leave that option Yeah, open. it's like um, Schrodinger's life insurance policy. It's like that, except yeah. for they don't even know there's a box or a cat. They just know that I'm commuting. They just much. call you a pussy <laughs> behind your back. Come on now, come on. Let's go. Yeah. Man, dude, this is fun. This is uh, what Osha and I do every week. and uh, It's nice, I listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and good because, you know, I have to commute a lot, so I don't get to check in with people. But now yeah. I get to hear what you guys eat and shit and stuff. It's good. I ask you regularly if I can call you on the phone. And you're like, yeah. actually, my cat's using the computer and we can't be on it's the true. phone and the internet at the same time. I always have a very valid excuse. That is the case. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, also, like, you know, I can't really talk when I'm driving because uh, Spotify just... Uh, allowed 15 hours per month of audiobooks with your regular oh, subscription damn did not know that yeah so i mean nice. i've been busy listening to uh steve harvey's motivational books <laughs> on tape you so, should listen to his book for how to be a good wife yeah i mean that was his you know his hit yeah debut i that was uh you know uh what was it think like a man act like a or is it act like a man think like a woman or something Maybe I don't know. That I, was like his hit smash, and then I've I listened to the follow up, th- uh, act like a success, be a success or something. And I mean, it's I mean, look at me. Yeah, I know you got nice clothes on now. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I mean, otherwise I'm gonna fucking not look like a success. And I mean, that's what Steve Harvey told me to do. So now for the audio listeners, yeah. Giles has on a um. This is a this is an LL Bean by Todd Snyder. Uh, top here justice and, league yeah it's got uh mallards on it yeah but then his shoes yeah. are uh tiger and right. um, tiger and more. palms of some sort yeah yeah and i just right. want to know did yeah. you intentionally uh dress yourself northern hemisphere southern hemisphere oh, wow. in regards to the ecosystems which you're portraying i did not but now that i'm thinking about it i'm actually quite satisfied with my choice yeah. The last time I wore a similar shirt with these shoes, I was accused of, quote, dressing like a giant baby. Because <laughs> they said, they said what? you can't wear two things with animals on it. And it's like, you know what? I'll do what I want. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's what happens, man. People try to break you down and you can't let them. Yeah, do you think it's uh, genuine concern or jealousy in your yeah, it case? It's just pure 
unfettered rage. You know, they couldn't handle the fact that I was there wearing a shirt and shoes. Meanwhile, you know, what were they doing? Yeah. Pissing their little pants. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I won't stand for it. And I'm just going to continue living my life. Because that's what Steve Harvey would tell me to do. Let's fucking go. Yeah. You ever seen Steve Harvey break down uh, how many suit jackets, shirts, and ties you need? And it's he's probably like, a lot. No, he's he's actually saying it's very little. Really? Because the permutations. Oh. That yeah. He's it's like, like it's real simple. I'm not gonna do the voice. Oh uh, no. He said, "Oh, it's a real." Si-. No. Yeah, <laughs> That's what Steve Harvey said. It's a listen, y'all. Yeah. Um. That's very interesting because it's kind of a girl bathing suit situation. You, know? mm. you can do a top and bottom in a lot of different ways if you want to get real crazy, especially if you factor in a black bathing suit. Yeah. Now you've basically doubled your wardrobe right. with just one piece, which is smart. Right. It's good. And that's a lot of information that you can get from Urban Outfitters, uh, various social media platforms. You can't. Yeah. Call Steve Harvey's wardrobe Urban Outfitters, dude. That is very funny. I just realized Urban Outfitters doesn't really cater to urban people, if and by urban people. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say they don't have any Pelly Pellies. Yeah. There. No, I did see a guy with a Pelly Pelly jacket, <laughs> and it it wasn't the same guy that was smoking crack, but it was a guy getting onto the train at the same place. And I was nice. like, dude, good for you for keeping that shit alive. God, I remember, <laughs> man, <laughs> what. If I knew where to get one of those, I'm certain. <laughs> Dude, I remember I'd have to have one. in high school, my girlfriend got me a pair of true religion shoes. And I was just like, what the fuck? What is this? But I was hanging out with some. <laughs> what, like this, the shoe like embroidered like the back of the pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's, you're spot on. That's cool. And I was hanging out with some 28 year olds that were selling mid teenagers. Yeah. And drugs, and, uh, which is a good look. I just had them in my Volkswagen Jetta. Oh, and hell yeah. Please tell me that the Jetta was either. At the minimum, did it have tints on the windows? Did not have tints on the windows. Uh-huh. It was a diesel, and it had a leather bra. Oh, on the wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now but we're talking. I, I had these true religion shoes in my car, almost never worn. Yep. And when these drug dealers found out about that, they could not believe what a fashion faux pas I was making not wearing them. I was like, dude. <laughs> By not wearing them? By not wearing them. They're they like, were like, dude, you got that shit. <laughs> You'd be an idiot not to wear these. Yeah. I was just, I did, I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know what true religion was. I think when I, was I in barely high know what it is now. Yeah. It's just what the people at the bar next door wear yeah. when they're 50 years old and they're twice divorced going for the third. Yeah. Um, Speaking of next door, yeah. uh, we are at Go Bananas Comedy Club right now. Cincinnati's home for stand-up comedy. Yep. Please silence your cell phones. I fucking don't. You no dare. No table talk. Not a peep. Yeah. Yeah. No heckling the comedians or you will be asked to leave. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, allegedly there's a swingers bar in the area. And it 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 brought up this conversation last night about about female cuckolds. Are you you're familiar with what a cuckold is? You know what a, a Where, female cuckold is called? You're saying it's a woman that watches her husband have sex with someone? With a woman, yeah, with another woman. I don't think that's a real thing. It's such a real thing that there's a separate term for it. It's called a cuck queen. 
because huh. even when you're getting cheated on, you still got to be a girl boss, dude. You know, I guess. You know what you should also do if that's like part of your life is you should just not participate in society anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't know. I, you, I'm sure the subject has been hashed over and over again. Do you think it's a, a porn thing or do you think it's the vaccine? I, I really don't know anymore. <laughs> I think what happened is, you know, in the spirit of acceptance and equality, I think we just let too many people think it was okay to feel the way they do. And it's just, <laughs> it's just time to stop. <laughs> You're saying we should bring back bullying? Bring back just like prudence and just like, I think, there's a level of discomfort that everyone should feel all the time. Oh, I get that. Yeah. God, I have such a hard time yeah. riding the balance between like trying to tell my kids that like life is beautiful and if you try hard, you know, you always be a good person, this and that. And then the flip side that's like honestly Life's pretty shitty, and it's going to kick you while you're down multiple times, so just get ready for that. Yeah, and if you're really smart, just make sure that you were born into fortunate circumstances, because overcoming... <laughs> overcoming adversity. Overcoming <laughs> adversity or leveling up is so goddamn difficult. It's it's like, you know, just... Yeah, just... Do what you can, I guess. I don't know. What, uh, what would you say... You Have you overcome any adversity? Not any that I didn't create for myself. Yeah. You know? One time, <laughs> like a year ago, uh, we were doing a staged photo shoot at my government job. Yeah. It was literally like the professional photographer came into our laboratory and had us like dye water blue so that yeah. we could like hold it. It was like a fucking with goggles on. Yeah. And just like literally, coat. we just like they spent an entire morning lighting very much like this green room here uh guy came in professionally lit a lab and uh he called us into this meeting he's like listen i've been told very specifically like diversity inclusion all this shit he's like i'm just gonna say this right now he's like i can't have a room of white guys so <laughs> he literally like sent me out of the room and like a few other people and i'm like that is fine this is ridiculous that we're doing. Oh, we're literally just committing fraud right now. Right. Two hours later, that guy came back to my office. And he's like, listen, I've received several phone calls. I am technically not allowed to use all of the other people that we had here because they are contracted employees and not permanent employees. And because of some rule that someone made up, he's like, we need people that are actual federal employees yeah so then what happened was it was me and like three other white guys and some lady that didn't actually work with us that they just brought in and uh we pretended to do lab work and now there is a museum somewhere in washington dc that has something like a 10-foot picture that includes me that's <laughs> pretending so to do lab work um so whatever we were talking about before uh yes no i have not overcome any adversity yeah i asked about adversity you <laughs> right. brought up diversity right. but, yes you know. yeah adversity no okay. uh pretty much smooth sailing the, yeah. the whole time you know no real challenges 
one time I didn't get into any of the colleges that I wanted to go to, but then I just went to a different school and it sucked, but now I'm here. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah speaking of college, you didn't, yeah. you didn't party. You're a, you're a sober guy. No. Never touched a, a drink, a drop, a drug. No, Never dude. Taking a little puff. Again, uh, like you know, I was saying, you know, the Venn diagrams of our life, like, no, I just white knuckled sobriety throughout my entire life. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you think getting into drugs this late in the game would do for it'd you? It'd just be so pathetic. <laughs> yeah. You know, it'd be so fucking... If at 33 years old, I'm just like, let's get into fucking weed. Well, that's like what Rogan did. And then yeah. like that guy. God, that's like, so funny. Exactly. Like, also, I'm just so particular about every other thing in my life. Like, I don't want to be a, I don't need, I think I used, I tried to do a joke about this like years ago because I, I also don't drink coffee. And I was like, yeah, I just don't want to get addicted to caffeine and be one of those people that gets like a headache if I don't have it or something. But also like. I don't need something else to be an asshole about. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah, need to be like that all on your own. I don't need to be like you got coffee from that place. Yeah, fucking idiot. Like I don't need that. I don't need to go out and buy a bunch of gear, dude. Like it is so crazy. I used to. I seriously walked fifteen miles one time to get heroin. Just fucking all day to yeah, get heroin. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> withdrawing like stopping to like have diarrhea and that, throw up that's so wild that you knew where that was 15 miles away but you just did not know a way to get there other than your own two feet <laughs> <laughs> hey man i had yeah. just enough money to I was get gonna say, enough did you, heroin did, to get out of withdrawal but now <laughs> if i don't have a coffee i'm like mm, my head hurts i can't go into work today yeah, see i'm such a fucking pussy now exactly dude and no one's gonna want to hear like my war stories about you know yeah i also have a lot of like light sensitivity and shit like that oh so, so you love this this no, is so fun for you. No, it's literally just like for the first time. It's not the. F no, it's not the first time I let. But yeah, I guess I don't like that. Right now, I work in a large office space with like fluorescent lighting and fucking dual screen monitors, and I haven't had to do that in a very long time. And I mean, if I don't wear my bullshit blue light glasses <laughs> by the time like Wednesday afternoon comes by, I have a headache so fucking powerful. Like I can't even think. So do you have to wear a, a collared shirt and a tie to work. I do not have to wear a tie. I usually show up. It's a uh, very much like a, like an REI customer. Oh, sick. I sick. think that's like, that's what I've gathered is that's like the modern office scape now is like show up yeah. in a flannel shirt and like off color khaki pants yeah, and shoes you can pretty much wear whatever you want, uh, but uh, it is very interesting walking around the Loop in Chicago, and I don't, I didn't like do research like, hey, what do you know, young urban professionals wear? But I mean, like, I blend into the crowd there like the fucking ending of the Matrix. It's nice. Yeah, that's cool, dude. In my office, I, uh... dude, it's crazy. The very fourth floor, the top floor, it's all hot people. And that's where the president of the company yeah. works. Yeah, I don't have All that. hot people. I mean, it's crazy. You would be like... Trust me, that's not the case. <laughs> then the third floor yeah. is like, you know, whatever, just average hard sixes or whatever. 
<laughs> and then there's my floor, the second floor, <laughs> and we're the bottom of the Titanic, dude. It is crazy. This is all how one ugly company. Yeah. All right. Let me get like. I'm going to guess top floor is sales. Sales and uh, yeah. project managers that deal with the clients. Right. And then, I don't know, like middle managers or something. Or yeah. Like people. Like and then kind of graphic designers. You, you know. do like coding. And yeah. Tech and I'm shit. a software so, yeah. engineer. Yeah. They put all the freaks down on the bottom. And yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny. I know. <laughs> Dude. And you. I mean, there's not like you don't have to dress up for work. Like I just like yeah. go in whatever. Like I'll show my tattoos and right. stuff but uh then there's this new guy that started and uh you can definitely tell he's just like a huge fan of like the front bottoms and shit like that yeah, and i see him rolling like into work with his cuffed beanie and i'm like come on man have some fucking class dude how are you gonna steal my thing <laughs> some lady walked in she's like maybe 40 years old and she was just wearing you know like long ass winter jacket like whatever office clothing but then she just had this huge pearl jam beanie <laughs> and it was like sick yeah <laughs> i was like man good for you what a cool way to express yourself at this job yeah uh yeah it's wild i uh i'm in like this is my this is my first time ever working in a cubicle which i mean d despite watching office space 400 times yeah about, i thought within a week i was gonna want to like blow my brains out but yeah uh, it turns out it actually matters who you work with because yeah, I, I thought all these jobs were as miserable before that was just the American way but it, it turns out turns out the people in your life really dictate how you feel when you're around them all the time yeah let's go that's why I surround what myself with guiles yeah dude I wish I only worked in a cubicle in my dude it's actually like I've worked in some it turns out like bad office space yeah. like the last place i was in it was fine it was like i had like a 20 by like 40 foot office and it was only me for like a long time yeah it's so like that was fine but it was also a metal building and i was right next to a window <laughs> it was right next to a window and then like the hvac in the building was all fucked up so basically like whatever temperature it was outside i was just 20 degrees of that yeah so like if it was 100 degrees i'd just sit there, be 80. Or yeah. if it was zero, like... Sit there, be 20. Just sit there, just freeze my ass off. But uh, now I'm in, like, this insane, like, uh, sterile, just, like, I don't know. It feels like I'm in a spaceship, and uh, it's not bad. You think you're ever going to get to space? No, I no. don't. I did just see a meme today that claimed there's going to be a space hotel opening in 2027. That's crazy, dude. As an environmentalist, I'm not a fan of this idea. But then also there's a news article. I read the news again now because I'm oh, in yeah. an office. So I'm like, I got to yeah. look at a computer screen. And uh, yeah, apparently Russia has like a plan to send a nuclear warhead to space to fuck up a bunch of satellites. It's cool stuff. That's dude. not very chill. Yeah, I didn't God. read the news for three months. And I was like, man, is this going to affect me? And then now I'm back in it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Also, I read women's news. Yeah. You ever get into that? Uh, No, once I learned where the clit was, I kind of stopped. I was like, this is all there I Yeah, that's retain. good. You get what I'm saying there? No, I read women's news every day. It's great. And uh, the first day I got back It's just into Us it, Weekly. <laughs> it's literally gendered news. It's <laughs> marketed towards women, and it's like the best shit in the world. I can't recommend it highly enough. 
And the first day I was there, I opened the news for the day and just top headline was, uh, it was just like, uh, crackdown on AI porn. Taylor Swift look like pornography, and it's just blasting across my screen. The sec- nice. second week I'm in an office, and then like, yeah. for some reason I noticed the URL for the first time, yeah, ever, and it was like they paraphrased the headline. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> fucking URL on my federal computer. It just says Taylor Swift porn dash dash, dash. and I was just like, so funny. I was like. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Dude, I came into work the other day and uh, they were like, oh, we're having like an emergency. The production database is inaccessible and I'm the least helpful person. They're like, this is all hands on deck. I was like, I don't fucking understand anything about DevOps. I don't know. I can't be of any help, but I was so certain that some website I had gotten yep. to. Had like, to be me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time. Man, I've are, are you constantly in fear of getting fired despite everybody telling you that you're doing very well? I, it's literally like the largest benefit of federal employment is like if you show up each day and do your job eventually and just don't steal. Yeah. You're not going to lose your job. Like God damn. Yeah. I... <laughs> There is a large number of professions where you should not get on the federal side, but if you do what I do, you'd be yeah, fucking, you'd be well, crazy I'm, not to. I'm already making probably what a federal software engineer makes. I'm severely underpaid. Yeah, and then like you can't like also people. Well, I don't know. AI is probably gonna fucking wreck it's you not. and like no, nah, you'll be alright. Uh, man they can't make ai this dumb dude yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> they can't make ar with the charm that you have yeah uh yeah i don't i just i just started working with federal attorneys yeah and that's crazy oh yeah because like they don't give a shit do they well they it's just like in. they know that everyone they went to law school is making two to three to whatever x number more than yeah. they are and they're just like yeah i'll get to your shit when i feel like it. yeah yeah god that's so funny yeah that... it's been a real eye-opening yeah but uh yeah i'm working in a cubicle i'm back to a multi-person public bathroom and let me tell you <laughs> it's great <laughs> It's it's great walking in there, and when you see per- someone for the second time that day in the bathroom, you're just like, "Well, this person just thinks I fucking piss all the time." <laughs> it's it, it's good to clock that person and just be like, "Great, they think that I just fucking piss off all the day." That's, well, that happens to me. I go into actually, the bathroom all the time to yeah. vape at work, and yeah. I'm like, "God damn, everybody just thinks I have the." Bl-. And then I forget to pee, so I gotta go, I go back, back, you know, yeah, later on. I, man, I had such a negative public bathroom experience like (laughs) two, three weeks ago. Uh, Our foreign, like our Eastern European cleaning lady, uh, there's like a hallway to the bathroom for some reason. And then her supply closet is on the corner of it. So like I turn the corner and she is standing like in between me and the bathroom door. And just in like the blink of an eye, I was just like, nope. And I <laughs> I turn around and she fucking sees me. And then I was just like, whatever. She saw me and she just goes, no. 
like full volume yell. She's like, you can go. And I was just like, no, no. And then she's like, go, go. And I was like, fuck. So then I went into the bathroom and I was so shook by the entire thing. I could not pee. So I stood at the urinal and mimed peeing. You just made (laughs) to try to fool her. Yes. I mimed peeing for what felt like a short to average amount of time and then just sat at my desk for another hour because I just (laughs) did not want to relive that experience. It was man. Yeah. Dude, last night I I ate Taco Bell after the Thursday show and I was just fucked up all day yesterday from it. Good. Before the early show last night, I like had to run to the bathroom. (laughs) There you go. And I just, it's like one of those, the moment you sit down, it's, it does it. Yeah. And, uh, I just heard a guy at the urinal go, (laughs) (laughs) he went, I thought you were gonna say he just started laughing. It was like, man, that's terrible. (laughs) No, I I fuck up the toilet and he just goes, oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) And then the craziest part is five minutes later. He sees me on stage. He sees the shoes he saw under. Oh, that was the here. Door. That was here. I thought you meant that was at your fucking job. No, that was here. That was here. I had to go and convince this guy that I'm funny. God, yeah, that's great. Yeah, congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you. That's good. Yeah, you enjoying your weekend here? Uh, yeah. Each show's gotten better. I good. Didn't biff it the first night, but uh, no. I definitely, you could definitely tell it had been a while since I had hosted here. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, I don't know. I'm sure attendance on Thursday relative to Friday was probably a lot lighter. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I just did the wrong jokes for the second half of my set. They didn't really yeah. want to hear. I tried to be like cleaner. Okay. And I've got like, it, it sounds dumb to be like, my drug jokes are clean, but yeah. I, they, they like don't curse and they're just like tongue in cheek. It's like about right. taking a drug test and stuff like that. And they just didn't vibe with the drug stuff. Yeah. Um, That'll happen. Yeah. Yeah, man. You got a bunch of sober fuckers out there. Yeah. Like me. And you got to go up. You got to impress us. Yeah. And guess what, man? We've experienced every moment with the clarity of sobriety. and God, must be nice. The darkness of our memories. And you got to go up there and make us laugh. I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> That twisted temple. Speaking of making people laugh, let me tell you something. Yeah. I have been getting my fucking ass kicked (laughs) doing comedy recently. Oh, yeah? You've been doing Chicago comedy? I've just been doing, like, one. I've been doing the same mic there every week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, like, cool bar in a cool part of the city. And uh, it went real well the first two times I went there. And then the last two times, it has just sucked my little ass. Damn. Yeah. You would think Chicago would be better for the comedy that you're doing. This is, according to many people, allegedly like one of the better or best mics. And it has been fun one and a half times. And the rest of the times I have had not fun there. Yeah. I'm not saying this, but I think somebody who had the experiences in doing comedy in Chicago, that somebody that has had the same experience that I have. Yeah. Uh, I like I'm saying I wouldn't say this, but somebody yeah. with those experiences would probably say that they're yeah. rather unimpressed by most of the comedy they've seen in, in Chicago. Um, 
I don't know. It's just like every larger city. Yeah. Like the, the ratio of people that are good is not the same. There's just more bad. Yeah. And then it's like, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I like last Wednesday I went up two people before me. There was a guy that went up and tried to do five minutes of necrophilia to just absolute complete silence and just destroy. He was probably loving that though. No, he loves like, he loves not getting any feedback from. Oh, he, <laughs> come on, guy, come on now, come Let's on now. Go. Yeah, it was really weird because he was just like this tall, like model-looking fucker, and he had like uh, God damn, he had like slash in 1988 hair, and then like you know his little. His little like belt buckle and shit. To he had a whole look that he was putting on. Yeah. And then he went up there and just ate shit and just uh, dragged the entire room down. And then and then I went up four and a half minutes later. And uh, you know it's not like I'm dying. It's just like I don't I don't like going up there and just having an okay time. Yeah, I get that. And uh, yeah. Because here's the thing: when you bomb or when yeah. I bomb, it's yeah. like. God, I gotta fucking get better. And when I crush, right. I'm obviously uh, telling myself that I'm the best. But when I right. just do okay, I'm like, why the fuck do I even do this? Yes, man? I'm like, I just wasted another entire evening because, yeah. like, it's also, I don't know, this mic just is known for being good. Also, it just sucks to just do mics again. Everything about it. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I've been listening to these Steve Harvey books because. Uh, I stopped going to therapy and I'm like, well, I'm more in like the self-help period of my life anyway. And then like, it's all just focused around like, I don't know. I just like fucking hate all of these things I used to do. And, uh, going to these mics and burning like three, four hours at a time Yeah, to go up and maybe have an, oh, maybe well, just be like, like four yes. minutes, don't you? Yes. You yeah. get four minutes. And, uh, to just be like, yeah, I'm competent at this, but that doesn't mean yeah. anything. like, I don't know, man. I don't know how many more Steve Harvey books I have to read to fix this problem. I also listened to uh, Rick Rubin's Creativity oh, thing that came out. Oh, the super producer? My God. That was like one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever forced my... He literally just spent five hours just vaguely saying, yeah, just kind of, you know, if you want to do something, you should just kind of just kind of do it. Yeah. God, his Rogan yeah. interview was yeah. like... I it, He truly makes it sound like he just stumbled into he kind of did you know and uh, then like people that have worked with him have like complained they've been like yeah he didn't help us with shit i yeah. was like really angry working with him like yeah. uh yeah i don't know I, <laughs> I between him and ross robinson i really spent a lot of time learning about the biographies of uh super producers but let's go yeah well don't worry. Once I write my biography, there will be another super producer. There you go, dude. Because I produce this podcast. Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Hell Speaking yeah. of producing, we should probably wrap this up because I got to tear everything down before I fucking crush the host set. You get to meet my mom tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Not the first time. Oh, come, come on, on, dude. That's what I'm saying now. All you know right. what I'm saying now. Hey, where can people find you at? You can find me uh, on the internet where I'm going to be continuing to systematically dismantle my social media presence in hope of finding something better. We're almost out of here. Okay. Oh, I guess your parents are here. Time yeah, for me to go meet her again if you yeah. know what I mean. 
And yeah. also, you can find me on March 15th uh, doing a live version, uh-oh, podcast exclusive of Cool Showman. Let's go! Yeah, you, it will rise from the ashes in a way that... Where are you doing it at? It is happening at the Commonwealth Sanctuary. Oh, let's fucking go. Dayton, Kentucky's only former church turned current comedy club. You should have that one person that respected the last show of Cool Showman so much make another appearance. Maybe I should. Yeah, see if they've changed their attitude. Yeah, I tried to get my hardcore band to be the house band, but someone who's not me was busy. So, you know, it's just like it's a whole bunch of stuff. But you can find me there March 15th. See what happens because I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Follow him at Zorse Industries. Yep. Zorse is spelled like horse with a Z. Yep. Zebra and a horse. Yep. yep. And, uh, yeah, you know, fucking follow me at conman underscore Jenkins. Other than that, dude, I got to go fucking host for the hilarious Nate Craig. Watch his special live at the Green Mill. Um, God, Nate, if you've made it, if you've even listened and made it far enough to have me hear me plug your shit, please take me on the road with you. Please. It's really good. Yeah. Hi, Nate. It was nice working with you last year. I'm excited yeah. to see you again. Yeah. yeah. God bless you all. Goodbye. One, two, three. Oh, I only two, three. Yeah, it's good, though. All right, dude. Great pod. Yeah. I feel like we knocked out of the park. Yeah. Uh, nothing shut off. Yeah.